Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of the verse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss Justice Breyer's legacy when it comes to privacy and cybersecurity. We'll also explore what cybersecurity issues his replacement will be walking into. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. A ransomware group is claiming credit for hacking France's justice ministry. The ransomware group is threatening to publish all available data that it has taken in two weeks if the justice ministry does not pay them. The group used LockBit 2.0 ransomware. What's interesting about this breach is that a recent report from France's Court of Audit revealed cybersecurity problems at the Ministry of Justice. According to the Associated Press, multiple television channels of Iran's state television had their broadcasts interrupted and replaced with images of leaders of dissident groups. The country is categorizing this incident as a hack. In addition to television stations, two radio stations were also interrupted. The state television authority is beginning an investigation. Some of the reasons for these cyber headaches is that Because of sanctions against the country, it is difficult for Iran to get modern hardware and software. Instead, the country relies on older software. For example, the Associated Press found that some control systems in Iran use Windows 7 operating system, an operating system which Microsoft no longer provides patches for. Our next installment on NSO News comes from the New York Times that found that the FBI bought and tested the NSO group's Pegasus software beginning in 2019. The FBI had plans to use the software for domestic surveillance until the agency decided last year not to use it. Along with the Pegasus software, the NSO group also demonstrated its newer software, Phantom, which could be used to hack American phone numbers. The FBI wasn't the only agency to buy software from the NSO group. The CIA purchased software for a U.S. ally to combat terrorism. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to Bleeping Computers, the FTC has found that in 2021, Americans lost $770 million from getting scammed on social media platforms. This figure represents 25% of all losses from fraud in 2021. These social media scams can take many different forms, but the top three types are bogus investment scams, romance scams, and online shopping. Some ways to stay safe include taking the extra step and calling a person if you receive a message from a friend about an investment opportunity. In addition, 
When online shopping, you should search for complaints against companies before making a purchase. Finally, don't rush into any online relationships and never send money to someone you have never met. Our second piece of Protect Your Neck news is about the increase in shipment delivery scams. This is where a bad actor sends messages pretending to be courier services like DHL and sends messages relating to package delivery updates to trick users into downloading malicious software. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer announced his retirement. After serving on the court for more than two decades, he has been a part of a number of high-profile decisions. But I want to talk about his impact on privacy. In 2018, Justice Breyer sided with the majority in the case Carpenter versus U.S. While I won't bore you with all the facts of the case, the court pushed back against the government, finding that law enforcement needed to get a warrant before obtaining a suspect's cell phone location records from wireless carriers. The decision means that law enforcement has to take an extra step before it can gather certain information because individuals have an expectation of privacy in their location records. Another decision that had a significant impact on privacy was Riley versus California. This 2014 case, the court unanimously found that data held on a suspect's cell phone deserved heightened levels of protection. This means that law enforcement must obtain a warrant before accessing cell phones. Now, whoever takes Justice Breyer's place will have her hands full. Yes, her. President Biden has stated that he will be selecting a black woman to serve on the court. One of the key issues that the court will have to soon decide is when can consumers sue companies after a data breach? In order to bring a case, you have to have suffered a actual harm. But what exactly is a harm when we talk about a data breach? Now, some federal circuit courts find that harm is simply that your records were stolen, while other courts require you to show actual harm, like losing money or having your identity stolen. This is going to be a very important decision for the court, and it will determine how and if consumers are able to hold companies accountable for data incidences. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out. And it's the You Might Win Some, But You Just Lost One Award. You may recognize this as the lyrics from Lauryn Hill's song, Lost One. But I think this is a fitting description of the approach that the U.S. is trying to take with protecting water utilities. According to the Washington Post, the Biden administration will be issuing new water security standards. But unfortunately, these standards will only be voluntary. While I've applauded the approach that the U.S. has taken towards pipeline security, I don't think voluntary standards for water utilities will get the job done. While there are certainly challenges to regulating this sector because of local control, the current approach is just not enough. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. 
You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.